It's time now for the Rural News with Sally Murphy in Christchurch. Kia ora Sally and deer farmers say they can't cover the cost of production at the moment. Kia ora Mani. yes, despite venison prices improving, a deer farming leader says they're still not covering on-farm costs and confidence in the sector remains low. Farm gate prices have picked up from the serious COVID-impacted lows of the past two years, with the average slaughter price sitting at just under $9 a kilogram. But Deer Farmers Association President Justin Stevens, who farms in Seddon, says that's still not enough to cover rising costs. The sad part is that there was a report commissioned last year and production costs are around about $12 a kilo. So we're really currently farmers or producers are subsidising it by about $3 a kilo. I sent away, you know, 40 the other day. So you do the mass, three bucks a kilo. Um, you know, it was probably 140 bucks a head uh, subsidy is what we're in, in the industry. That's what we're doing. And I mean, unfortunately, guys are just getting out. I mean, I, yeah, I can paint all roses and and lovebirds around things, but the numbers just don't stack up. It's uh, just a, a sad fact, really. Justin S- Stevens says with so many exiting the industry, the national deer herd is now probably 70% down compared with the early 2000s. The question is how long can we keep subsidising the prices? That, that's the real sad part. You just can't keep going. Like, we can say all these great things and have all this enthusiasm, that's great, but I've still got to front up to my bank manager and say, you know, look, this is where it's at. Mr Stevens says the levy-funded group Deer Industry New Zealand is currently consulting on a new strategy plan for the sector. He says the industry desperately needs a reset. To other news, the value of seed exports dropped last year due to lower yields. $221 million of seeds were sent offshore, a 9% drop on the previous year. The Grain and Seed Trade Association says pasture seeds, including ryegrass and clover, vegetable seeds like carrot, radish and beet, and and cereal and oil seeds were the top export categories. Association General Manager Thomas Chin says the value of exports is a great achievement as 2022 was a challenging year. A very, very wet season um, at the beginning of uh, 2022 and that uh, impacted uh, some of our yield and, and quality of our, of our crops. So, uh, so some of the, the, the volume has, has dialed back a little bit uh, but nonetheless, um, we're, we're still pleased with the with the result. Thomas Chin says seeds were sent to over 70 countries, with the main markets being the Netherlands, Australia, USA, China and Germany. A company which owns kiwifruit marketer Zespri millions of dollars has about $920 in the bank. Zespri took legal action against Smiling Face Limited back in 2018 after the company's directors took two protected kiwifruit varieties to China and propagated them. In 2020, the High Court in Auckland ruled in Zespri's favour and Smiling Face was ordered to pay almost $15 million in damages. Zespri has now forced the company into liquidation. In their first report, liquidators say they've failed to reach the owners of Smiling Face and the only assets listed for the company is $919.44 in the bank. 
State-owned farmer Pamu says it will have to make improvements around freshwater and biodiversity as part of a new $50 million sustainability-linked loan with ANZ. This is a second loan of its kind for the business, where hitting the sustainability targets will result in a pricing discount from ANZ, but on the flip side, there will be higher interest interest costs if targets aren't met. Palmu's Chief Sustainability Officer Annabelle Davies says its goals are ambitious. Some of the improvements that we're looking at currently are through genetics, how we might breed lower emissions animals. In some cases the technology isn't quite there, you know, it's slower. Breeding um, different genetics into animals takes time, so some of them stretch, um, but that's what we're about is trying things in our system with the aim to share that knowledge with the agricultural sector. Annabelle Davies says this is unlikely to be Palmu's last sustainability-linked loan as the finance and lending market is changing in response to consumer pressures. Logistical issues are expected to continue challenging horticultural exporters in the year ahead. During the pandemic, usual trade routes were disrupted, prices for air freight soared, and some exporters struggled to get goods to market. Simon Hegarty from the Horticulture Export Authority says the situation is improving, but that's not to say all the problems have gone away. We've still got lots of logistical issues with people and Sickness uh, and availability of um, resources, so human resources. There have been challenges with getting space on flights because flights full and uh, luggage compartments full, so it doesn't leave a lot of room for freight. And freight rates are still high, although they're lower than um, perhaps previous years. But so, and in market distribution and uh, networks and unreliability generally is a, so it's a really vast range of challenges. That's Simon Hegarty. And just lastly, workshops are being held in key fruit-growing regions to help orchardists learn more about a significant biosecurity threat to Aotearoa. The spotted lanternfly, which is native to Asia, feeds on at least 70 plant species. It invaded North America nearly a decade ago, and since then numbers have grown rapidly. Now an expert from Pennsylvania State University is visiting New Zealand to provide information on the pest so growers know what to look for if there was an incursion. Plant and Food Research is hosting presentations in Hawke's Bay, Blenheim and Motueka over the next week. And that's the Rural News. Koe rā te o te tai whenua.